Good morning, it's November 7th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. From the river to the sea, Palestine must be free. We've heard this chant over and over at protests around the nation and the world. The protests seem to grow larger and larger, and left-wing organizations are fueling support for this as they take the side of Hamas in their terrorist activities. This has political implications here in the United States. From the day that Hamas terrorists slaughtered Israeli citizens and celebrated their actions, the United States government has sided with Israel. President Joe Biden has committed to supporting Israel, and the Congress is attempting to pass a bill that would provide up to $14 billion in new aid to Israel. But over the past couple of weeks, it seems the political broadsides from the left are having an impact on the position of the United States. Led by activists like Congresswoman Rashid Tlaib, the Palestinian supporters, and by default those people, support a terrorist group like Hamas. They're telling Joe Biden that they will remember in 2024, and this could cost him votes. Tlaib comes from the 12th Congressional District in Michigan. It has a very large Arab population, so her stance on Palestine would be very popular. But many recall that after 9-11, there was dancing in the streets in this congressional district. But Michigan is a swing state, and that is needed by both parties. And should this population sit out the election, then Biden could well lose the state. The Muslim vote has been a reliable Democratic vote over the years, but it may be changing. This has led to a subtle change in U.S. policy. Biden is now urging Israel to do a humanitarian ceasefire, and this has been rebutted by Israel. The U.S. policy still supports defeating Hamas, but seems to be equivocating. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken went to Israel Friday, to deliver, and he delivered a mixed message. Defeat Hamas, quote, there cannot be and must not be a return to the pre-October 7th status quo, end quote. But pause the fighting and think about a two-state solution for Palestinians. Not tomorrow, not after the war, but today. I'm not sure what he's saying here, and I suspect he's not sure either. But I also believe that some of the Biden White House are getting concerned about the political impact of supporting Israel. The left in this country is siding with the Palestinians and most probably have no real idea about what they're supporting. This form of anti-Semitism has bubbled to the top among these groups, and they disguise it as a support for Palestine. I think every military expert fully understands without any pause in the Israeli campaign would mean. It would mean Hamas would have time to regroup, get more funding from Iran, and fortify their defenses in Gaza. Israel fully realizes this, and so they've correctly said, we'll proceed until we believe we have eradicated as much of Hamas as possible. But the politics in the United States are starting to tilt against Israel. Last thir Thursday, 13 Democrats in the Senate echoed this call for a ceasefire. Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, even advised Israeli military leaders to rethink their, quote, current operational approach. Not sure when Chris Murphy became a military expert. Couple this with the multiple members of the House led by Rashid Tlaib and other progressives, they're banging the drum and threatening Biden about votes in 2024. What's surprising to me is you don't see any of these protesters, and I would include those politicians and activists, condemning the terrorist attacks perpetrated by Hamas. You don't see any of them shrinking back as Hamas terrorists celebrated slaughtering innocent people. Instead, they now want some form of humanitarian protection for the people of Gaza. These are the same people who have harbored Hamas for the past 16 years. These are the same people that have allowed Hamas to rule Gaza for those years. Now, I suspect that Israel is losing the public relations battle the longer the conflict goes on. The protests seem to go larger, and you have to know that someone behind the scenes is funding this action. Do you really believe that all of these people suddenly had a Palestinian flag in their closet? Does it look like the banners they're marching with are homemade? 
Now, I can tell you it's coming from that hard left, and George Soros' name keeps popping up. Now, according to reports that searched Open Society Foundation records, they found that Soros Grant Making Network gave $13.7 million through the Tide Center, a left-wing group that sponsored several other nonprofits who have openly justified the Hamas attack. So I've said Biden and his advisors are getting nervous as this anti-Israel and anti-Semitic protests grow around the country. They're being fueled by the far left wing of his party, the progressives that he so willingly embraced to get elected. Without their support, his chances of winning are diminished. A recent Quinnipiac poll highlights Mr. Biden's dilemma inside his own party. When asked about Israel's response to the October, October 7th attack, Democrats disapproved of Israel's response by a 49 to 33% margin. There's also a big divide by age. Voters 18 to 34 disapprove of Israel's response, 52 to 32. It isn't only protesters wearing kefias and waving Palestinian flags or members of the squad like Ms. Tlaib. The Huffington Post reports that 51 Democratic National Committee employees signed a letter demanding that Mr. Biden publicly call for a ceasefire. But if you want to go down the real political facts and why Joe Biden seems to be equivocating on his positions, everyone knows that Iran is behind both Hamas and Hezbollah. It is Iranian money that supports these terrorists. But Biden cannot take on Iran because it would hurt him politically. How, you might ask? If he were to put serious sanctions on Iran, and by that I mean stop the flow of Iranian oil, which provides them the cash for these terrorist groups, up to $300 billion, then the cash for these terrorist groups, the cost of oil would go up, and that means the cost of gas would go up and voters would be angry. Joe Biden's put his political goals ahead of what is best for the United States and the world. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.